Welcome to the Fitness Ethos Podcast. I'm John McNeil, and I use my knowledge of fitness, psychology, philosophy, and mindset to help you achieve your fitness goals. Join me each weekday as I discuss a new topic related to achieving the appropriate health and fitness mindset. Hey guys, welcome back to the podcast. Today, I want to talk a little bit about dopamine and how it's often misunderstood and just some considerations to take into effect when you're considering dopamine and hopefully how some of that can help lead you down the path of, you know, controlling your hunger, controlling, you know, your cravings and stuff like that. So I I want to start this off with a study that was done in rats because I do think it illustrates really well what dopamine is actually used for what it actually does and how we can essentially take advantage of that to help us understand our own cravings. So this study, what was done is essentially they were able to remove whatever part of the brain um, controls dopamine in rats. So, you know, most of us think that dopamine is what causes us to eat. That's not true. So they put this rat directly in front of a food bowl and that rat still ate the food. It knew it still needed to eat, still, you know, craved the food. It needed that for survival. Now, what's really interesting, though, is when they moved the food bowl across the cage. So not more than a few feet away from the rat. The ones that didn't have dopamine in their brains, they starved to death. So they knew they needed to eat but they didn't have the drive. They didn't have the dopamine telling them we need to move forward so we can eat essentially. So that's more of what the role of dopamine is. It's to essentially to get you to move forward, to to keep trying different things. I I think of it this way. If our hunter-gatherer ancestor shows up and finds a blueberry bush um, you know, they're going to pick it for a little bit. They're going to get an initial hit of dopamine, but then when they find it, but then they're going to want to keep exploring. The dopamine will run out because essentially that is, there's only so much that can be done there. And dopamine back then was, you know, it was much more useful, but today it's something that gets, it's essentially overrun. I mean, we get many dopamine hits throughout the day doing all sorts of things, whether it's, you know, eating that snack food, uh, getting likes on social media, just scrolling through social media in general. That is our dopamine system at work. That is giving us little hits of dopamine. So back to that example of the rats. Now, it's pretty clear that the dopamine isn't causing them to eat. That's, you know, it's causing them to, to want to move forward so they can eat. So how do we use that for ourselves? Because we're not rats. We're obviously more intelligent. You know, we know that if we don't eat, we, we understand that we're going to die. We have that. We understand the philosophy. We understand all that. We, we've got, we're a little smarter than just rats. But what's important to understand here is that the craving is causing the dopamine. But actually satisfying that craving isn't satisfying the dopamine. So let's give the instance of a bag of chips. Now, I have never in my life Unless I hated the flavor of chips. And even then, I don't think I ate just one. But 
I don't know any person that's ever eaten a single chip. Like I said, maybe if you hate the flavor, you don't eat as many as you would. But I mean, I'm not the biggest fan of some flavors, and I'll still, <laughs> I'll still have a handful. That's you know, that's how chips work. They're they're literally food scientists who sole job is to make food as dopamine driving as possible to continue to get you to go. But that that's a bit of a you know. It's a bit of an off-topic kind of conversation. But really what's important to understand here is that you filling that craving is not going to satisfy your dopamine. You're going to keep going more and more, like that bag of chips. Like you get one. You think if you had, if the dopamine were caused by you eating it, then you taking a bite would all of a sudden stop your dopamine reaction. But it doesn't. It is the craving of that, not the actual release uh, or not the actual satisfying that craving. So it is a little bit interesting to kind of realize that we, we often think that we're satisfying ourselves, we're getting a dopamine hit by eating the food, but it's actually the process leading up to that. It's the craving of the food. So how do you curb your cravings? Well, it, it just takes practice, frankly, and that's difficult. I'm not going to, this isn't an easy solution, but I, I, for me at least, understanding the way dopamine works in the body it gave me an understanding as I'm eating a bag of chips, as I'm diving through there, I'm kind of realizing like, oh, I noticed before I even put the chip in my mouth, mentally my hands already back in that bag, scooping out another chip and so on and so forth. And I notice this when, you know, I struggle with binge eating at times. I'll, you know, I'll get myself a snack and even before I eat it, it's like, okay, what am I going to eat next? That's the dopamine system in action. And understanding that is super important because once you understand how it works, you can start taking actions to essentially stop it. I mean, at the end of the day, I still crave chips. I, I still want them, but I know the craving is causing the dopamine, not the actual satisfaction of it. So when I do have chips, which I still do, I still like eating out. I still like eating greasy fast food. I mean, I'm not perfect, but I get much more dopamine from it. I get much more enjoyment from it when I put off that craving. It's the delayed gratification that really gives you more pleasure there. So I think of it in terms of, you know, I'll be honest here, I, <laughs> I enjoy consuming cannabis. And one thing that I've noticed there is, and probably most other people do, is you develop quite a tolerance. I mean, I wanna keep smoking throughout the day. Like when I, even after I take a hit, it's like, okay, cool, what's the next one? But I've come to realize that it's not giving me anything. It's I'm fulfilling that dopamine need, but I'm not actually getting the benefit that I used to get from it. I'm not, you know, having fun and feeling good. It's just like I'm I'm fulfilling that dopamine need. When I'm able to say like, no, I get it. I'm The dopamine is making me crave this and I'm able to essentially push that down the road a little bit. And I'm not saying I don't do it, but I have more control over my dopamine and I get much more satisfaction from doing it that way than I would if I was just listening to myself. Dopamine is the molecule of more wants you to keep doing things that make you feel good because you crave doing those things. But it's important to understand that it really is about the buildup of the actual action, not the completion of the action. So the more you're able to build up that action, the more pleasurable it is when you're actually doing that. So it's certainly hard to, to put yourself in that position, but I think it is good to understand that, like, hell, if you like Ben and Jerry's, that, like the example I always use, I got to the point where it was like I was having it a few nights a week and it was good, like I was craving it and eating it made me feel good, but that window of feeling good was less and less. 
and that craving kept coming back. So I, as soon as I finished that thing of Ben and Jerry's, be like, all right, cool. Well, I'm out of it now. When can I have it again? And then I'd end up doing the same thing the next day or a few days later. But now it's, you know, I'm able essentially to, I still like Ben and Jerry's. I'll have a pint of Ben and Jerry's every once in a while and I enjoy it. And then I'm happy with that. I don't need to continue to go and forge for more of those as our mind thinks we're doing. I mean, that's essentially what it's tricking us to do is to continue to explore, to continue to forge for more berries, to forge for vegetables, to go out and hunt. That is what it's programming us to do. But we're not living like that anymore. We're not hunter gatherers. I'm sitting here talking into a tablet telling you what dopamine is. Like we're in a completely different world. And that's pretty obvious to all of us. So again, it's it's difficult to get your head around this, but I think it's important to understand just the fact that it's not the craving causing the dopamine. It's the craving, sorry, it's satisfying the craving that is causing the dopamine. So you say, like you thinking, okay, I'm gonna eat this chip dopamine all the way up into your mouth and then once you eat it the dopamine stops and it kind of goes it starts to fall back down so understanding that understand that starting to realize that eating more of something or consuming more of it won't bring bring more happiness to at a certain point so it's it's completely individual but just starting to learn what works for you and i mean it's not it's not going to be an immediate improvement but if you can even start to notice as you're doing it that like if I'm shoveling chips in my face, I'm starting to notice like, okay, is this making me happy or am I just continually to per- continually perpetuating that trend? So make sure you're, you're taking the time to think when, you, when you're consuming these unhealthy foods. Notice how you feel. Notice what your mind is telling you. And once you start to realize that, you're able to change that. That's the most difficult thing is realizing the thought, process that, thought processes that are going through your mind. Once you realize that, once you bring awareness to something, you can change it. That is a fact. If you have awareness over an issue, then you can continue to make changes to improve it. So start bringing that awareness to your overeating, to when you notice you're craving stuff. And remember how the dopamine system works. And that should help you cut down on cravings. I know it has helped me a lot. But again, it's it's not like it's an overnight type of thing. I first learned this information about six months ago. And it's finally just starting to actually sink in and I'm starting to notice I don't eat as much or go off the rails as much there. So it is possible to improve. Just keep going and really work on bringing awareness to what you do. So that's all I have for you guys today. Once again, this is John McNeil. Thanks again. Till next time, have a great one.